podcast where we watch one minute of Predator at a time, and then we discuss, often yeah. with amusing results. Sometimes. Sometimes. Let's yeah. hope so. We are at minute 89. Uh-huh. Uh, minute 89 begins with Dutch, who shows us his bows. Yep. And it ends with so just then. a really cool shot of the Predator standing on a log, looking out in a sort of a Thomas Kincaid painting. Yeah, it's really impressive. I was... Uh... Yeah, I, I, I was impressed personally. And you are Aaron from PredatorMinute.com. Yeah, I am Aaron from PredatorMinute.com. I was also impressed. I'm Cliff from PredatorMinute.com. <laughs> yes, you are Cliff from PredatorMinute.com. Confirmed. <laughs> and joining us, as she has been all week, is Carrie, our resident eye expert uh, during a very eye-heavy week. Mm-hmm. And we will see some more eyes on here, so hopefully you can continue to give us that expert analysis. Are Thank we sure for having her? me back. Wait, okay. are we sure it's her? Is it? You've been confirming. Oh, I, I haven't seen evidence. Um, the eyes have it. She could be an imposter. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I know we're going to end up doing the yeah. patented, or at least the trademarked, uh, minute. Minutes of the minute? Minutes of the minute. That's why you're expert. But I just want to point out something yeah. that Carrie brought up uh, and that we haven't talked about all week, even though we usually do, which is the music that's been going on this mm, week. Yeah. It's been full on... The stuff that I usually associate with this movie, uh, Carrie had mentioned as well that it's very evocative of just that time period. Mm-hmm. Sort of just nostalgic and it's sort of synthesizer-y. Uh, you know, it sounds like Cobra or Beverly Hills Cop or anything from this time period. Right. You find it in every sitcom from ALF to cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's every sitcom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So All go right. ahead. Talk to us. All right. Talk to us about the, what happens. The, the minutes of the minute. Damn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we start off the predators looking around using his heat vision, but he sees nothing. Just everything's dark still. <laughs> the bones tell him nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the predator continues on. Uh, Dutch, he is safe and sound up in his other tree, so he decides to ready his bow... Uh, in the meantime, the predator walks out kind of under Dutch over this tree bridge where the fire is. So that The, the predator, one we saw him cross earlier. Right. And so the predator Dutch. is now investigating this fire brush that, the, uh, that Dutch uh, lit early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, let's see here. Yep. And uh, then the next thing you know, oh, it's a cool effect, actually. I, want, I have a note here. Uh, the, the effect of seeing the fire through the predator's camouflage. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, really, really awesome. But anyways, the uh, uh, so then Dutch shoots his explosive arrow. Which is definitely a corn dog on a stick. Yeah. Or uh, one of those cattails that you see growing yeah, Probably doesn't swamps. hurt all that much. Uh, he shoots that with his bow. It looks like it's weak. It, this, this doesn't look like the same bow that shot oh my the goodness. arrow through the tree. My exact note. And not only does he shoot it, it like sort of like falls limply like it's like yeah his little yeah. dog falls and then explodes <coughs> and then and then the uh, explosion causes the predator to shriek and it may also makes his camouflage go up so now the predator is a bit ticked off and he just starts shooting uh using his plasma thing on his shoulder at all the trees 
huge pyrotechnics. Looks like fireworks are going off with the with uh, the predator standing on this log in the middle of this jungle with this nice moonlit, presumably moonlit, <coughs> backlit forest. Yeah, it's and, not morning uh, anymore. I have no idea what you're wearing. Dutch is only suffering moderate sparks from all this. <laughs> Which seems to bother more than almost anything else that's happening to him. It's like, <laughs> Probably because, Carrie, as you mentioned, they really are just raining sparks on him. It's actually burning right. him as an actor because he really looks discomfited by this and I did right. have the note that yeah he fires like his .2 corned off of explosion for <laughs> zero damage because there's nothing to the Predator we like not to get too far ahead and we can talk about it later minutes but Predator's yeah. non-injured he's fine yeah now the thing about this weapon that he used if we recall how he constructed it basically it was gunpowder and a bunch of leaves Right, okay, so yeah, you can reach uh, pressures that would cause a detonation, maybe with you know heavy paper wrapping. I don't know about leaves, but that's how fireworks are done. Uh, and then even you know even after that, you know most fragment grenades, like what he used to make this uh, leaf hot dog explosive, um, most of these you know you'll have a lot more fragments in there that would get pushed out with the explosion. I don't. I think that predators just suffering a few like burns here, you know, maybe yeah. just a little bit of burning, a little bit of concussion, and it's kind of uncomfortable and it ticks him off because it knocks out his camouflage. Yeah, that's uh, a, clearly that's some key. some particulate damage there, some stuff getting kicked on him, but just you know small level shrapnel with you know not very much kick behind it. So. Yeah, seriously, the sparks. And by the way, some notes are. Why are there sparks? Are those coming off the trees? Um, well, are, you know, if this thing is... Is this ironwood? Well, no, no, no. Think about it like no, this. Yeah. I, and I've seen this with uh, bamboo, actually. Uh, I once saw a, a big bamboo, like, stick that had, you know, have these giant uh, bamboo stalks. And this thing came down and was just kind of bouncing between the two hot wires, uh, transmission lines going uh, from... Or actually going to the transformer uh, that then went to my house. Well, this these things are just sit. This thing is sitting there like blowing in the wind, and every time it makes contact, a little bzz, bzz, and then the next thing you know, it makes solid contact. The whole thing just glue or started to glow white, uh, and then it exploded like an actual he, uh, large explosion that took down one of the lines, which then fell down. Is it because of the water opens. in the bamboo? Like what's this was pretty dry. I think just the the uh, uh, intense heating. Because when you're when you're heating something like that, the heating is very fast, so you get thermal expansion. But then you you don't have the uh, space into which all this stuff expands, so it, it literally just explodes because everything just goes under such high pressure. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's kind of akin to a balloon popping, but you have this this uh, bamboo shrapnel that comes off, and obviously it was enough to sever this cable you know uh i don't know if they're using single lot or double lot or triple or whatever it was was you know it's a thick wire uh going towards the transformer that then went to my house so oh, right. uh so i've seen this effect and i think that would kind of be the same thing that would happen you hit a tree if it's if it's a hot enough uh, uh bit of energy then it's going to go it's going to sink into the uh you know tree at some skin depth and then explode outward and it's, that's going to have all these like cinders and stuff just blasting away from the tree it did look like a transformer blowing yeah and the way it goes mm -hmm. and it's interesting too because i do think it's supposed to i think it's supposed to harken back to the earlier scene wherein there was just one sort of surprise attack by the predator which was then responded to by a massive outlay of sort of random firepower from mm -hmm. our heroes and now we're seeing the opposite right yeah he takes a shot now the predator doesn't know what to do and now he's the one panicking now he's the one yep firing his 
you know, super powerful weapon in all directions, just taking everything out. Yeah, and perhaps Dutch is doing exactly what the Predator did when Mac went after him with the uh, with the minigun. Just held still at high ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Study your prey. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's, you know, and we mentioned the eye acting because in the very end of the scene, as the sparks are hitting him, you see him sort of wincing, you know, he mm-hmm. can't do much full body because he's so worried about motion detection. <clears throat> He, uh, you see him like, ow, because it really looks like he's getting burned. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that. I'm wondering how they actually made the sparks. If they had like a grinding disc sitting there. <laughs> now, what would that do to your eye if one of those little things like, got in here? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back to the eyes, man. Yeah, no, you're all like forced the eye. to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you pour your drink directly in your eye. Eye contact, man, eye contact. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, it would burn your cornea yep. and... If it was bright enough, mine. it would burn your retina also. You know, and when I saw this, both my cornea and retina were burned, and I couldn't watch movies for a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. Um, so I think it was just mine. Just a couple of weeks and, and right <laughs> Yeah, it really did. It really did. That's good. Um, but that was only when it was showing in theaters. Uh, yeah. that, speaking of which, yeah. uh, Carrie, we always ask guests, when do you first remember seeing this? I'm. I would have been six years old when it came out, which seems about right. Yeah. But my dad would play it constantly, so I feel like it was on repeat <laughs> almost every night. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Along with Commando and uh... Beverly Hills Cop, maybe <laughs> yeah, was around sure. that time. Yeah. Wait, um, did, didn't you? You these were movies you watched when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's yeah. a it's a weird coincidence. Yeah, interesting, that, uh, interesting. This father. That used to be <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's got really great taste. They probably have parallel. Yeah. Interest. Universes. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sounds a, sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the best time of my life. Um, but yeah, I realized that there's not much here, and then just like this entire week, this mm-hmm. has been dialogue free, mm-hmm. uh, which honestly kind of makes sense at this part. But that's actually been sort of. A recurring theme throughout this whole film. It wasn't something that I don't think we realized until we started doing it minute by minute, but just how little dialogue there is in this film. Yeah. Well, the here, they're, they are working really hard with the, uh, I guess, the cinematography. I mean, loads and loads of just beautiful pyrotechnics. I mean, yeah, fantastic. I mean, Not Unlike how anything would probably look in real life, that pertained to anything that was going on here, but it, it, I mean, it almost at one point it, it looked like the predator, and then just beautiful like uh, standard fireworks going off behind him, like it was Fourth uh, of July or something. Yeah, it almost looks like it's slow mo. I think they use a couple yeah. slow mo shots, and we've been giving a lot of praise to Arnold Schwarzenegger for his physical acting and mm-hmm. his eye and facial Absolutely. acting. Absolutely. But I want to also shout out. Uh, I, I mess it. I'm gonna have to look. It's Kevin Peter Hall. I always want to say Anthony Michael. I know. I don't need to shout Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, uh, the gentleman in the Predator suit. uh, Oh no! I mean, total, totally looking badass up there. You know, with the backlighting. But not just that. He does that sort of. He does a very animalistic, like not a completely human reaction to the explosion. You know, it looks like the way an animal kind of is. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. scared. Mm -hmm. You know, like matching the squeal. Yeah, and he pulls his hand. You know, his back. It wasn't like the way a human would. It would just be like whoa you know like yeah. he kind of like he sells it there yeah he really sells it in a sort of alien way you know like oh that's a you know like uh like an insect almost you know it's yeah. like, kind of like scrunches up like ah. i agree 
So yeah, like, and, it, and when you think it, when you think about that from Dutch's perspective and you know, and the character, uh, yeah, that's that's that's. I don't know. It, it, maybe it lends itself to like the whole aspect of hunting. You're hunting a different species, right? Or I mean, not knowing how they're going to react. Or but then at the same time, it's just it would be freaky for me to see something like that. You know, this yeah. intelligent creature that's hunting me, and, they, and there he is, like looking all weird, moving like that. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of creeped me out when I first saw it. You know, I do think he's <laughs> got to be a little. Dutch has got to be a little nervous now that that was like basically his best shot. He got a free shot, and I yeah I, yeah. And I'm just I know we've already talked about it, but it is so they really should have reshot him shooting the arrow. This thing just basically falls out of his bow. It's so mm-hmm. awful. But anyway, and then it's totally different trajectory when it goes, uh, you know, into the log. It's clearly come from a different thing. But it's like you hit him with the explosive from nearly point blank. I mean, you were only like foot away, and you're like you did nothing. He's got to be a little yeah. demoralized, like crap. Because that was your best shot. You're a hose now, pal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we know he's got other things planned, though. For Do the we? Well, yes. We saw him construct his little uh, uh, maze of death that he did. <laughs> you know? So. Who's the Minotaur now? <laughs> <laughs> he's luring him in, you know? Yeah, that'd be great if he had, like, like, you see, like, somehow he's built something that clearly didn't have enough time for Like he drops down and they do an above shot. It's one of those hedge mazes. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Hey, you know what? And he's like swinging over like things. And well, I mean, it was, it was pretty intricate that, that little snare trap thing with the spikes that he, that he spent yeah. so much time on. So my guess is that he didn't expect to take the predator out with, with this little stunt. I think he was hoping to injure the predator and make the predator like panic a little bit. He did make the pe- uh, predator panic that's yeah, for sure yeah yeah so now that he leads now, him into the fire swamp now yeah now he's on 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 check uh he's just got to avoid the rodents of unusual size do you think the predator make it to the fire sand. swamp no he's too head the lightning sand would get lightning him. sand would get him. yeah, yeah. you'd have sure. no problems with the rous yeah. yeah i don't believe they exist well. <laughs> <laughs> you have to handle the get him five more there you go good job good for me right now right See you next week. Uh, actually, it it is only Thursday. Uh, oh, sorry. Did you guys have any other notes before that? Um, I, wasn't much I just thought it was a really beautiful scene, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that you um, they allow the viewers to do more filling in with their own perception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you completely know, agree. I actually, this is the first time in the movie where you get to see what the predator looks like. I mean, you get little glimpses of it, but like hanging up in a tree, not quite looking. Like you don't get the full like idea of how this thing is shaped, how this yeah. how this thing is height? Yeah. How does it walk? Yeah. Move? Yeah. Does it? I mean, yeah. Does it crawl? Does it? You know, uh, we don't know that until now. We see this thing standing framed off by this glowing moon by the way how did they do that glowing moon like the backlighting oh, uh so there's and i'm gonna get the names wrong because keep in mind it uh i've done film but it's been years they basically any of you that have ever bought one of those lights for your house um like the paper globe yeah we, it's like a paper like yeah a globe with an opening in the bottom and the top and you stick a yep. light a standard light bulb in there and it kind of diffuses it out there uh, what you'll see in these sort of scenes where you want to simulate one big thing, usually a moon over a sun, is uh, that exact same thing. You're going to use a, a white light and you're going to use white paper. Mm-hmm. And it's the incandescence, you know, the brightness is going to be unbelievable. It's up 
up there. Right. And you just have one of those things, basically the exact same thing, and you pull it up on like a, you know, like a pulley, and you just bring it up there, and that's all it is. Really. So on set, this thing probably doesn't even look all that bright, but through the camera, it's probably incredibly bright. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah, you're, you're going to notice it. That's for right, sure. Right, but, yeah, right. Yeah. The idea is the way the, the camera works. It's going to see it as a ball, whereas we're going to see it as a light source. You know, mm-hmm. It makes everything else bright when the camera picks it up, because also you can do some stuff. Yeah. They weren't doing post-digital like digital stuff back here, but you can do a lot of stuff on the camera lens itself to make sure that that part isn't darkened and everything else around it is. Right, right. Sometimes that can usually be done through like physical means of literally putting a scrim or like a gel or, you know, just an, a physical thing over the lens except for that area. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. So. And as far as making the Predator translucent, that was done with a green screen or did they have a CGI technology... I honestly think they were still using blue screens. Back yeah, then. not to make okay. it, not that, but to see, you're right, that technology. Uh, I really have no idea. We talked about it at the very beginning of the film. We like looked it up, and we really haven't talked about well, it. Well, I mean, sense. I think they they were planning for that the whole time because if you remember uh, Jean Claude Van Damme when he when he first did the role of Predator, he was running <laughs> around in what a red suit. So they couldn't use green. They probably didn't want to use blue. I mean, you can do this with any color you want. It's a color that isn't present in the environment. Mm-hmm. So when you're in green or, you know, that air, with a lot of green and a lot of grays, you might stay away from blue. Definitely can't use green there. Otherwise, your trees will start to pick up whatever effect. Right. But I do yeah. think they did some digital work. I don't think this was all, like, that type of work. I do think that they went in and post and did something. I will look it up, but well, there's a lot you can't. Yeah, well, there's a lot you can do. Uh, what are they using back then? I, I don't quite remember what platforms they were using back then, but but yeah, I mean, they they had ways of doing that. With and, and it was a groundbreaking technology yeah. as well. It wasn't something you were like, oh, no problem, we'll just do this. They had they those like Avid machines. I don't know if they had them back then or yeah. I mean, and this is a major production, so it's not yeah. like one of these indie films right. that probably couldn't have gotten away with it. Um, but yeah, they. I would guess that it's probably some early advent digital stuff uh, in post, and they did probably do something around like a blue screen, green screen type concept of shoot someone against their background so you barely notice them. But th- having those lines there would be, that had to have been something else. Because normally, right. if you green screen with someone, you ba- they literally just become invisible. Well, that could have just been any effect. Like, just like what you see in like the really cheap, video or music videos from back then you know where they superimpose sure. one thing over another well i'm thinking soapy ghostbusters or the abyss yeah. i think is the the, the abyss thing. yeah but that was that definitely water. digital yeah mm-hmm. okay but that wasn't that far off the abyss was probably what early 90s mm, yeah probably yeah. yeah i think that's about right anyway yeah, cool. um, okay that's all that's all the, yeah you know it's you have I'm all right so we're gonna take some time tonight before mm-hmm. we convene tomorrow on friday and yeah. come up with a drink. Yeah, uh, we need we, the drink of the week. Yeah, we'll get a drink of the week. Do we do have, we we, have we've got We've got fire, so we got Sparks. Oh, you know there's a drink called Sparks that's like, a, uh, okay. like an alcoholic Red Bull. Oh, except we said non-alcoholic. Red Bull, yeah, so. yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, we've got leaves falling. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the moon. And we got badass Predator, like, just standing there all like, so, you know, looking like and he's on steroids. And we have plasma. 
plasma. And we have eyeballs. And which eyeballs. Is Lots of eyeballs. Oh, it could be like at Halloween where, you know, you've got the peeled grapes. You're like, these uh, are the eyeballs. Yes. <laughs> Everything's very viscous. Oh, speaking of which, um, I don't want to <laughs> drag this out too viscous long, but messes. you have been working, actually, in over the Halloweens. Uh, I don't know if it's been a couple of years, definitely this year. Mm-hmm. at the theme park. Oh, like Hello Scream, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one of those, and you've been in full makeup, uh, usually different every night over the course of weeks and weeks, uh, in various sort of horror and scary oh, makeup. Oh, did you ever sets. dress up as the Predator? I didn't. Oh, that okay. wasn't one of our okay. our haunted houses, <laughs> but it was a great experience. Yeah. Kind I was, of transforming every night, and then just making people scared is very... Yeah. Eviscerating, I don't know. <laughs> well, you were <laughs> eviscerating people. <laughs> Empowering, maybe. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking of that because you were talking about, uh, you know, we were talking about the eyeballs and the thing, mm-hmm. but you, know, uh, you were right. seeing the special effects because those are, you know, those haunted houses that are put on by the Disney's and the um, Bush, Bush Gardens of the world. Mm-hmm. It's not like they have a shortage of money. They're going to get the very best of the best. And they have oh, to do Oh, they did some stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing a couple of the pictures, and I get scared wow. of stuff. And so, yeah, you know, you mentioned earlier the makeup and the stuff that they're wearing for this, and so yeah, you'd have a pretty good perspective on like what's happening right now and what can happen with the uh, sort of per sex. You're probably actually the stuff they're using is probably more advanced than what they had in 1986. Oh, most definitely, absolutely, most yeah, definitely, pretty amazing. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and you at home. We hope that that's something that interests you and you would like to join us. Yes. Uh, I would also uh, like to thank, I know that we'll hopefully have some time to thank Carrie for being here all week. Uh, I also like to thank uh, Aaron, my co-host, who also does all of our production and sound design. So uh, that sort of high quality sound that you're hearing that you might necessarily <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. not hear in other <laughs> podcasts. I, I hide it. I hide the high quality so it doesn't come across as pre- uh, pretentious. It's certainly not coming from our equipment yeah. because uh, <laughs> we're doing this with a couple sticks, mm-hmm. actual corn dogs. Uh, I, 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 a couple of cans, actually, <laughs> yeah, strings yeah, attached strings to attached it, something. going right into the computer. You're going right into Portugal where you're listening to this for our Portuguese listeners. And yeah. do you need and more string and soup cans? We do. Uh, we so have we have donate that. We, we need more transatlantic uh, and twine. a trans-Pacific twine. Yeah, yeah. we need that. Uh, so yeah, because we're getting a lot of listeners in... Uh, you know, all over the yeah. world, and that just requires more twine to go directly to their house. Yeah, right? it's it's really hard to and get. It, if you're listening at home, the yeah. easiest way to support us doing that is mm-hmm. to send us money directly. <laughs> uh, you can reach us at Cliff or Aaron at printerman.com, and you can be assured that your money is going to twine or twine-like yeah. uh, accessories. We prefer bearer bonds, so. Yeah, <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> non variety. Non-traceable bills in non-sequential amounts. <laughs> yeah. Do it's you so accept Bitcoin? Uh, we only accept uh, Dogecoin, the dog. The Unfortunately, dog. I have that. Do you really? Yes. Oh. I know. We'll be back for <laughs> cryptocurrency <laughs> hindsight minute. Dang it. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, we do really hope you come back and thank you to everyone who makes it possible, which also yes. includes you, the listener. And we will see you tomorrow to finish off the week here on the Predator Minute. Until then. <laughs>